Good morning, everybody. Hey, what? Um, good morning. It's 21 before 9. Time to check in and see how your retirement accounts are doing. If you got anything in equities, a mutual fund, even if you're into CDs, I hope you're not that conservative. What we talk about here makes a difference to you and your future. See what the market's doing this morning. Let's head downtown to the offices of Statler Financial Services and Philip Statler, who's on the line. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well. I had about a little bit of fog this morning coming into work, but other than that, uh, got here safe and sound. And, and uh, you know, yesterday was just a barn burner day, a nice-looking uh, closeout uh, or a nice-looking start of the week. Boy, was it. I mean, we started out high, and I was looking at the chart through the day. No market-moving events, evidently, because it just stayed there and kept staying up 603 points up on the Dow. Almost 400 up on the NASDAQ, Standard & Poor's up by almost 91. And it just, it, 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 uh, the boy, those interest rates stabilizing really made a difference in the equities market, didn't it? Yeah, it, re it really did. You know, it was, um, it, it was nice to see that kind of bounce after the week we had the week before. Oh, absolutely. And I was kind of watching a couple of uh, macro figures due to come out yesterday, midday, uh, to move the market. You were watching for the uh, construction spending number, and that was a pleasant surprise, I gather. It was. You know, that was up 1.7%. They expected it to be up about eight-tenths of a percent. So, so that was better than expected, uh, which, which still gives some credence to the growing real estate and construction marketplace. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at the manufacturing numbers, the ISM manufacturing index, a big surprise, best number in three years, and another measure of manufacturing called the IHS market index. It had a second best in 11-year high. So, I mean, things are looking up. There's a little bit of optimism in the marketplace all of a sudden, isn't there? It definitely seems that way. You know, actually, I was looking at a headline that uh, – the uh, the S and P five hundred that that was the best day it's had since June of last year. Wow! Now that yeah. that's a statement with all the wild swings we've had in the last twelve months to be able to be better than that. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, it really yeah, we, was. It was a nice finish to the to the day. Yeah, and generally when you see a six hundred point run on the Dow, you assume something earth shaking happened, and really. It wasn't anything earth-shaking that happened through the day. Uh, we start out the morning with, uh, you know, more just interesting news coming out, and I don't know whether you consider it credible or not, just what we need to have. Another planet heard from a Chinese analyst says, beware the international market bubble. Just what we need. China, the company, with all their credibility on, uh, on economic reports saying, look out for a market bubble. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, yeah, you know, let's uh, let's face it. There, you know, we we don't necessarily uh, give much credence to some of their numbers. So, um, why would you really give much credence to the analyst? You know, unless he, you start to see other analysts fall in line with that same anticipation. Well, then, okay, maybe. And we've had a few uh, chicken littles out there talking about a, a bubble now for a long, long time. And every once in a while, you and I look at things and say we're not going up with any rational reason. Uh, we got to be a little conservative. Is it a bubble bubble? Well, but China saying that I'm not overly worried about is credibility-wise. But it's going to be on the top of a lot of market tickers today, so I figured it was worth mentioning. Exactly. But, but it does still give credence to the fact that folks need to, especially the closer they get to retirement, they, they need to make sure that they've got that allocation between safety and risk lined up properly uh, for their age, when they're going to retire, and those type of things. And if they don't, then a, a market, a huge market correction or a bear market can, can really and truly uh, throw some 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 water on their retirement plans absolutely and uh, when you've got even weirdos like chinese analysts saying there's a bubble out there that's just kind of one of those words to the wise that not necessarily running and hiding but at the same time looking at things and saying okay how am i going to hedge this bet and make sure i've got some stability just makes good sense doesn't it it absolutely does absolutely, absolutely. Does. Bunch of reports out this morning as earnings season progresses in the absence of a lot of big macro news this morning. Who we got today? So we have uh, a few retailers coming out. Uh, Target reported uh, they they beat by 13 cents a share. Revenue was ahead of forecast. And then you got to like this uh, key indicator, and that's their same-store sales. Mm -hmm. The, the same-store sales increased by 20.5% versus the 16.8 that was expected plus they doubled doubled their digital sales in the quarter so um so some good things really there for target uh, they're trading up about a half a percent right now i was going to say target's been among the big box stores with the uh with the brick-and-mortar presence, they've been kind of ahead of the curve in terms of getting adventurous with the order ahead, the curbside pickup, the online ordering. Uh, they were kind of ahead of that without changing their entire business model, haven't they? Yeah, they, they were. They were, and, they, and that's been a good – they were out there kind of in the front of things, which, which was obviously proved uh, beneficial to them. Absolutely. So the other one I have is Kohl's Department Store. Um, and this one kind of, I don't know, it kind of shocks me, Dave. They they reported a profit of two dollars and twenty two cents a share uh, compared to a uh, dollar one that they were expected to make. So uh, oh. more than double the expectations. Revenue beat the forecast too. Um, There's another two that's going to drop here somewhere because they aren't on my big winner list this morning. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe just some profit taking because uh, they reinstated their dividend. Uh, and their share buyback program this year. Um, and so, and they also gave a forecast for their sales growth in 2021. Uh, mm -hmm. Earlier, they may be down right now, but earlier they were up as much as 1.6%. Um, and right now, as of uh, 8.30, I don't have anything more current than 8.30. Let's see. Nope, nothing more current than 8.30. Uh, I, I don't have them. I have them as unchanged really right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, when I don't see somebody that does that much better than expectations at the top of my big winner list, I start wondering if something weird is going on, if you had some guidance or something to tell me. Yeah, no, at this point, I, I didn't see anything other than, than those things. And then we had um, Contour Brands, which is Lee and Wrangler. Um, you know, they earned $1.23 a share compared to the $0.97 cents they were expected to make. Again, revenue above estimates. Um, they, they've been able to increase their, their digital sales, uh, which, is, which seems to be one of those things that uh, drives better earnings. Um, they, they also gave better than expected full-year forecast. So here we got some people actually forecasting um, what's going to happen to them. And uh, so they're getting a big jump today, up five, a little over 5% this morning. Wow. Yeah. There is some news out there. you got to have some negative news. Well, Anybody miss? Uh, well, so we did. So we had <laughs> no Novovax, no Novax, Novovax. Uh, it's a it's a it's a drug manufacturer. They are actually, um, and, and I, I didn't realize this till I was actually listening, um, reading this article this morning. Uh, they are actually close or in their third stage trials for a vaccine for COVID nineteen. Um, hmm. They've already submitted all their research to um, the United Kingdom, and so they're working on phase three trials here in the United States. Um, but, but they uh, they lost two dollars and seventy cents a share. They're expected to only lose about a dollar forty nine. Revenue also was below uh, forecast, so that uh, that puts some pressure on them. But they are hoping that the FDA will use their um, British trials. And, and grant them emergency use in May. Um, so, uh, so we could have another vaccine out there in May. I, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that aspect too, but they are trading down today, um, a little over four and a half percent. Sounds like some traders are saying a little late to the party, folks. Well, it could be, um, but there's still a lot of folks that need to be vaccinated. Without um, a doubt. Yeah, they, yeah. the other... Other tidbit that I had on the news this morning is that the Biden administration announced that uh, that emergency authority uh, under the uh, Military Emergency Act or whatever the heck it's called, uh, Biden is going to end up having Abbott uh, help the Johnson and Johnson people create more of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. So that'll end up giving us a better supply chain issue and maybe answer some of that uh, problem with the people that make the bottles that you'd mentioned yesterday. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, I got two more for you. I've okay. got a, a company called NEO. Now, NEO is uh, a China-based electric vehicle maker. Um, and so they, they reported uh, a larger-than-expected loss for the quarter. Um, they're they're kind of competing. They're one of those. There's probably three or four of those really electric vehicle makers that are kind of competing against Tesla, trying to, trying to get some, gain some market share. Um, mm-hmm. And, and they're trading down almost 6% this morning. And then must be, must be that bubble that Chinese analyst was talking there about. Go. There we go. <laughs> and then the last one I want to leave you with is Zoom. You can't leave oh, a yeah. day without Zoom. Um, no. Zoom reported $1.22 a share better than the 79 cents they were expected. Revenue top forecast. And they came out and gave upbeat guidance for the current quarter. Um, anticipation of millions of folks continuing to use this video platform um, going forward. And so they're up a little over 7% this morning. 
Wow. Yeah, that I think that's a technology that's here to stay. Resetting the table, great big day yesterday on Wall Street. Everything was up by more than a percent and a half. As a matter of fact, NASDAQ gained three full percent on the indexes. That generally leads to a little profit-taking, and given all the good news you got this morning, I'm kind of writing things off as being a quiet day based on that. 45 minutes early, where are we going, Philip? I think if we can keep interest rates uh, under control for today, uh, we're going to see some profit-taking at the open. And whether that continues throughout the day or we hit some some trigger points that bounce it back up, that's yet to be seen. But at this point, we see the Dow uh, down less than two-tenths of a percent, down $50 right now. Uh, the, the S&P 500 is down two-tenths of a percent, uh, a little less than $8. And the NASDAQ is down uh, a little over two-tenths of a percent. So, so everything's kind of in the same ballpark then. Uh, on the commodity side, we've got silver. Uh, down about 1.2%, gold up a little less than two-tenths of a percent. Crude oil, I'm liking this number, Dave. Um, it's up a little over a tenth of a percent, but it's it's down from where it was yesterday, I believe, um, $60.73 a barrel. Yeah, I think we're right about at $62 yesterday morning at this time, so 60 bucks get a little bit more livable. Overseas markets, Asian rim markets were generally off this morning at the close. European markets are looking at our yesterday and saying, well, let's go up a little. They're up by about a half a percent across the board. Uh, we were talking about the instability and Chinese talking about bubbles and our drug makers saying hello and goodbye at the same time. It's hard to uh, get some stability into your retirement fund, and that stability is real important as you get closer to the date. How do I find you in order to find that stability in my retirement, Philip? Dave, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Also, go to our website, statlerfinancial.com. We've got to repost these videos every day, and we, we have a, a link to our calendar. And then they can join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. Hey, and back here again tomorrow morning at the same time. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you tomorrow, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. And remember... There's only one thing that you can control within your portfolio, and that's the amount of risk you have. If you're five to 10 years out from retirement or have already retired, I can't tell you how important it is to know what your risk number is and what the risk number is of your current portfolio. Give us a call, and let's walk through that process to determine what your risk number is, 863-382-0037. Have a great day. Hey, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.